1: Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham,
0: and I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, don't we?
1: We love a Sunday special. We've got, you know, we had our great live show last week, which I'm so we're so thankful that everyone who came out had a great time. We have a new U Up crewneck sweatshirt, so go check that out, Jared. What what do you have coming up?
0: I have so many dates that I'm getting because of you the listeners. Listen, I I really do appreciate you guys. Um I said to people I was like if you want me to come to your town, tell tell, tell someone the, Tell the club. Yeah. And I can People do that. People do? Wow. That. I can't I will go That's, anywhere are to stand Cuz
1: yeah. if someone was like get, someone was like, you know, tell them, I'd be like, tell who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can DM a club account. That's I don't what know I'm how saying. much people it helps. Yeah. Like,
1: they in, are innovative. They want you there. That's I, amazing. And I
0: want to come there. I people are always mean to their own town you know like oh i gotta go to buffalo and i'm like i love buffalo i had a great time there but let me give some dates if that's okay okay so we have phoenix arizona i'm in las vegas nevada and phoenix and long beach new york st louis missouri for new years fort lauderdale florida uh liberty township which is cincinnati ohio West Nyack, that's Westchester, New York, um, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Albany. I'm going Ooh. back to Albany.
1: When are you going to Long Beach? That's where uh, Mike's parents live. Oh, I'll really? Send them.
0: The 20th of December. I'll get them tickets. They're, they're my new friends.
1: Yeah, now they're, you know. We've had a drink hang together. Hang out with
0: you, yeah. yeah. Uh, Long Beach, uh, one night only. It's like a Monday night, so. Oh, cool. That'll be fun. i will probably love that. Yeah. Um, and that's really what I got. Jaredfree.com for tickets. Jaredfree.com. Yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. We When we do the Sunday special, it's kind of like our, you know, we do deal reveals a we lot. We usually
1: do an email, yeah.
0: We usually do an email, but today we got an email, of something like, you know, when pop culture comes into the dating world, we want to, you know, some people look to us for perspective.
1: Yes, and this, I think, I'm so, I'm excited to talk about this because there's so many different layers to it, um, and we're a little, I'll acknowledge that we're a little late cuz this is now going to yeah. be out December 12th and we're talking about Taylor and her re-released album and All Too Well the 10 minute version and um again like this I know this came out the night that you were on Fallon
0: <laughs> My good friend Taylor castmate Taylor yes. Swift. Uh yeah, it, it that was the whole Fallon episode was dedicated to we're premiering the album. Right. And then
1: and that was I don't think we've recorded since then that was amazing watching you, you on there you did so well. Well, Loved I mean, it.
0: The, the whole story started here. Yes. And I, the funniest part about doing Fallon is they had to come here to the betcher's offices to COVID test you, COVID test yeah. me. And Jordana goes, what if you give me COVID? Oh, yeah, I Before made it about me. I made it about me. <laughs> I was like, You're right. I, I would feel horrible on many fronts. No,
1: that's what you said was this isn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you said. Which was true. And then I cried which and good. left the room. Yeah. No, it's yeah. good. You brought a little perspective into, yeah. you know, found it's bigger bigger than the wedding.
0: <laughs> no, 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 Um it, it, it was uh so I went on found Taylor Swift is a big part of it, the release of the album, but I think it's good that we're late to this because it's allowed us to have some perspective. Right. What's lacking in the Taylor Swift conversation is nuance and perspective. Because what people say is, I'm a fan, anything you say could, uh, in, in as far as criticism, or anything you say that isn't, I love her. She's the best. She's the songwriter of our generation. Yes. Is a negative thing. That's
1: not what this is about. That's the internet for you. Like that's totally. the worst part of the internet is that there's no room for like an interesting kind of take with multiple Well, that's thoughts. why the,
0: that's why I love the podcast. You can yes. hear the the uh, in someone's voice. You can hear the thinking through it and the tone of a conversation. But exactly. we should read this email. You want to read it? Yeah, I'll
1: read it. All right. Hey Jane J 1 Jared, you killed it on Fallon. Thank you. I was you. smiling like a proud mother and your best friend the whole time I watched.
0: That means a lot.
1: Two. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> ta- <laughs> it's not about you. Uh, ta- <laughs> Taylor Swift's ten minute "All Too Well" version. Can we discuss, Jared? Did you watch this?
0: I couldn't watch it because I was like, they have it on TV in your green room. Okay. Like,
1: no, but it's out now. Like, oh,
0: I've I've listened to the song like many many times okay. yeah did
1: you watch the video i haven't watched the video okay
0: i'm staying away from the video i want to stay true to the song
1: well t- i'll talk to you about the video Okay. i've seen i'll just explain it basically Please. after um anyway she goes i'm personally not a huge swifty but i certainly respect her skills and in reading the lyrics to her new version of all too well i think it really encompasses a lot of the emotions people write in about to the podcast and she sends the lyrics um which i don't she, think we need to read we don't need to read them <laughs> we're not going to read minute 10 song. minutes
0: Here's what I'll say to her. She's exactly right. First of all, I hate that she wrote, I'm not a, personally not a huge Swifty. We don't have to, you don't have to say that. Right. We can all appreciate she's an amazing, amazing songwriter and musician. And I, I, you can't not respect the empire she's built and the way she uh, touches people's emotions. And... The subject of this song, A Three-Month Relationship, is this show.
1: It is the crux of everything that we talk about. Yes. Um, And I have so many feelings about the song. She goes, I'll keep my thoughts quick, but to me, assuming the song is back to Jake Gyllenhaal, the situation is super common. It's a classic three-monther that ended suddenly when Jake was 29 and Taylor was 20 slash 21.
0: Is that age correct or is it 19?
1: Um, It might have been 19. I don't don't know. Does that make a difference? Nineteen versus de- twenty-one. I mean, it sounds worse. Yeah, it and I think sounds worse. That plays
0: into this whole thing. Nineteen as is well. very young. I just want to make sure because I I know people are going to be listening right now for anything to poke holes in because no one is just medium on this right. situation and we're going to be the medium source. Fine, yeah. okay.
1: Taylor was young. Jake was older. Fair. We'll start. We'll say that for sure. Not certain. old.
0: Twenty-nine. You're still young.
1: <laughs> yeah, older. I said older. Yeah, older. older. Yeah. This certainly doesn't validate how she was treated, but I think that's a, that it's a cycle that continues to happen. I date a lot of guys quite a bit older than me and no shade to age gaps, but I'm almost 30 and there's definitely a specific type of guy who goes for girls in their early 20s. Perfect examples in pop culture right now are Dave Portnoy and Diplo. And while it's up for debate that they were predatory, their actions clearly hurt the feelings of the early 20s girls they slept with. Not to make massive generalizations either, but the 29-year-old guy in Taylor's scenario seems to also align with the sudden ghosting a lot of men at that age tend to do as they're still maturing. I don't know if that's, I agree with that, but anyway. I'm not at all asking you to tell me what age of man they should sleep with, but I'm 99% confident that at least a few T-Swift fans will continue to get hurt by the 3 monthers and romanticize guys significantly older than them. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on how to spot the red flags, gauge your own maturity, and focus on taking it slow in these situations to avoid the real traumatic aftermath. Thanks. You rock. products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, U-Up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash U-U-P and use code U-U-P at checkout. That's V E dot com slash U-U-P code U-U-P to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash U-U-P code U-U-P. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do we need the additional DMs or anything like that?
0: Let's start with her email.
1: Okay, let's start with that.
0: I like what she wrote because at the end, she kind of gets into the gauging your own maturity. That's a big part of this that's kind of gets left out right. of this conversation. What happens is I, I... I looked at this and I was like, Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't seem good to me, mm-hmm. but he also doesn't seem like he, you know, like, I don't know the Dave Portnoy and Diplo situation I, I didn't even know all. that was the thing. I, I, I just, I just know that like, let's take his on his own. Let's well, take the, the, the 10 minute I song. Think
1: what we also can't take away from this is that I think celebrities' ages are less meaningful than um, real world people ages. Like if in a real world, Taylor would be in college. Totally, right, yeah, and this guy would be twenty nine, and that would be like, to me, a lot weirder and a lot. They're both celebrities, so they're both like in the same, doing the same things in the same world. So to me, the age gap means less. I'm happy than it might you otherwise. said
0: that because I, that's my thought too. But I don't think it sounds as good from me. Like I, I, that's the problem. Like <laughs> right. the sound versus what it is. They're like
1: two famous people. They're both still famous at the time. Taylor Swift at yeah.
0: nineteen. No matter what you think about nineteen and twenty nine, she is the CEO of her own company. She right. is has employees. She also and and she has a has been on you know private jet after private jet, and right. they hang out in a different and so and she's not going to sorority formal's and and a right, twenty nine yeah. year old didn't show up to her formal to pick her up and convince her to go on a date with him.
1: Right, so, I agree that that's a I think that's an important part of this that it, we can't treat this like your average nineteen twenty nine year old relationship.
0: But that's what Taylor does, and this is kind of the criticism she doesn't say that in her interviews she doesn't say that in a song mm-hmm. like even in the song she doesn't say it's Jake Gyllenhaal and by the <laughs> way you know uh, the, he's one of the top five hottest people in the country you know he's a he has an alert I do understand the the backlash from that would be well he's using his power because he's Jake Gyllenhaal he can get any woman he want why do you have to go for a 19 year old but then you go she's Taylor Swift and she's right the the biggest star alive. There's a draw to that as well.
1: Yeah, although at the time I don't know if she was as big, but she's still a huge star. She's still famous. She's still. I think it's like uh, to me the age thing doesn't matter that much to me. Like I don't care that much about. The I'm with age thing.
0: I'm I, I'm with you, and, and 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 that's purely because of the celebrity of it. Like right. like we talked about this once, where it's like how can Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande get married after a month? And I'm like the way they hang out yeah. is different than how we have to hang out. They can't leave the house, so they're locked
1: indoors. Right. together
0: so it's a totally different it's a different thing so yeah
1: it's like a different you're a little bit different life in a different world than like the, the vast majority of people so the age thing doesn't that matter that much to me I, I I'm gonna preface this by saying I love that that um, album I love red I'm the same age as Taylor Swift mm-hmm. so I was around the same age when that first as her as she was when that original song came out and to me I related to it so much because that entire album is about kind of dating someone that you're not really dating, like not mm. someone who's not your boyfriend that you're dating, and sort of like the intense emotions that we see in those emails every day of like the pain that comes from that, or like maybe like, even though it's not a fully fleshed out real relationship.
0: I mean, the line that screams that is, I, I was a secret, you are my oath. Yeah, You know, in the song she acknowledges that we are on two different, looking back on it, I'm a secret. You're my you're my oath, and it's like, don't you think both of those are crazy in that scenario? Like, don't you think both people have 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 have, have made a mistake here, right? To believe like you, neither if, of those in if, a
1: healthy relationship. Neither of those things are true. Exactly. Yes. Like an
0: oath. So it's like, and but again, this song, everyone. If you're a fan, you're a fan of the end. And I'm a huge Taylor fan. I listen to the album many times. Um, but then it becomes, it's I think. Jake in this scenario is put in a like of course you have to well, be against him total, well it's funny <laughs> you know, like, it's also, she's the oath taker he's the secret keeper
1: you know? Funny, I talked about this with Sammy on ad batches a few weeks ago um, because she she watched the video and the video is basically like goes through their relationship then he breaks up with her and then it ends with um, her 10 tenure- years It says 12 or 13 years later or something like that. And then they show she has a book signing and the book is called all too well. And he's like standing outside the book signing, just Mm -hmm. like thinking about going in. Right. And Sammy texts me when she just comes out and she's like, this is the guy. She's like, she's like, you have to watch the video. You have to watch the video. And I'm like, I wasn't planning on watching the video, but then I watched it and I'm like, oh, I know what you're referring to. It's like the Vancouver guy.
0: Yeah. Right. Showing up.
1: Right. Showing up like in, you know, and she, this is my art. That's about sort of our, our, mm-hmm. uh, whatever we had going on. And this is like, um, and it, you know, they always come back and it's She was like, what did you like? And we were talking about this. She's like, what did you think about that? And it's like, I feel like, you know, before we started this podcast, I would have a very different opinion about how I view Jake Gyllenhaal in the situation. But now looking back on it, it's kind of like, just like with that scenario with the Vancouver guy and with with the Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. for
0: those that might be just tuned into the show, Vancouver guy, Jordana had like a long standing, you know, three month or continuously
1: on and off. Yeah.
0: On and off situation with a guy who ended up showing up at our Vancouver show years later. Yes. You know, so.
1: Much like the Taylor, I guess. Video. Show. Yeah. Right. And I think like what I say, what i saying to her is like what I learned from that is like not that like, oh, that guy is evil or Jake Gyllenhaal is evil, but like, one, that, like, even if that was the case, that guy still doesn't care that much. Yes. Like, it was because, like, that guy is, like, a little lone. Like, it's not personal, really, to me. It's like that guy is feeling a little lonely, sees, you know, happens to be in town and, like, sees the thing. And I think there's a sense of that for a lot of women to think, like, oh, and he's still thinking about me, like, all those years later. Which, like, there's an element of truth, to, but it's not, it doesn't mean that you were meant to be.
0: It's also still thinking of you, also still hurting me. Right, he's still trying. He knows he's hurting me, and he's doing this knowingly. And it's like again, mm-hmm. similar thing. It's like it's not. He knows it, but it's about him.
1: Right. It's not about. He's not thinking about thinking about you at all, which is like not great. Not great. But it's also he's not like the devil. But I think it's more like you're not together. It's not really that much about you. But even him thinking about you is still not really about you. Totally.
0: And this is why you know this podcast. You know, like I think it was helpful to talk about it here. Because, like, I'm giving, I'm kind of like the mouthpiece for this Vancouver guy. Like, I'm right, trying to give, like, Jake Gyllenhaal. So, so, and, yes. I, and I'm kind of the mouthpiece for Jake Gyllenhaal. Because this song is a one-sided story. Yeah. And, and what makes it even more one-sided is there's a line about her dad and him sipping coffee. Like, he's on a late night show. Where's the line about dad warned me? Right. Dad this told guy's me old. I should. This guy's <laughs> old. He doesn't want the same things as you. This guy is 29 and you're 19. What the fuck is going on? Where's the line critiquing the dad's actions or non-actions in this? It's not like, the, you know, you say it happens in secret with his mom is referenced in the song, too. Right. So, and, I, I, again, this is more gray than it's being presented to us. Why would she do that? She makes her money off of this.
1: Totally agree. And I mean, honestly, as someone who has profited off of a similar situation. Yes. <laughs> myself, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like I can't like that one. You, I believe that her feelings were like really true, and at the time, really intense about that. And she did feel like victimized, and she did feel maybe manipulated or taken advantage of. Um, and that is a relatable feeling, and totally. she's capitalizing on that. And I totally get it. And I that I I as a consumer of Taylor Swift felt that way, and then proceeded to do the same thing with my own
0: I, <laughs> I, I, relationships. I have a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends in the world. He's the biggest Taylor Swift fan I know. Okay. He's also the most critical of Taylor
1: Swift. Wow. It's like Taylor Swift's like um uh, never she's never able, able to please her father. Like <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> I'm the yeah. biggest fan and your biggest critic. Yeah, he yeah.
0: he loves her. He loves her music, but I'm going to read I sent him this email. Okay. And I wanted to get his point Does he of view want because credit
1: no? he, he doesn't wants want be credit. Ass- okay. No,
0: okay, he's a he's okay. a quiet uh, contributor, but okay. him and I have talked about this before. But I I was like he can put it in a better way than I can,
1: so okay. I want to read
0: what he Let's wrote back. So I sent it back. He wrote so I sent him this whole email that we just wrote. Okay. Okay. He writes: This is the problem with Taylor Swift. She normalizes calling three month relationships really traumatic. It's a cash in. She's laughing all the way to the bank. She hasn't thought about Jake Gyllenhaal in nine years, except when she dusted off a few choice lyrics to get everyone all hot about it. And what get, what, and what part of the, what part of the song details Gyllenhaal's great betrayal? Like genuinely, what I got out of that song was, I really liked you and you didn't like me back. So you're a bastard. Men get dumb too. What the fuck? Okay. This might sound bad to people. I'm just giving you, yeah, this a, this is, you. This is not you. This is him. This is not me. This is come him. For but it's, him. I, I, okay. Yeah. Come for him. And then he writes, the five minute version was better. It captured the bittersweetness of young love. The 10-minute version takes that genuine, beautiful, personal pain and weaponizes it by eliminating all nuance and objectivity, turning it into a blame game because she knows that's exactly the red meat she needs to throw to her base. She's the Tucker Carlson of breakups. And now Jake Gyllenhaal is a villain? How is that better than Kanye swiping the mic out of her hand? She's destroying a guy publicly for cash but I still think she's incredible and I can't wait for her next album.
1: (laughs) You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love... They also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little... Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. They have inclusive sizing up to five X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about, and you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to seventy-five percent off. Newly is a great value at ninety-eight dollars a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP twenty. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly Subscription Clothing Rental. Change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. So I think that like, she's not like, she's not like everyone, that's where she's it's not different. doing what she did to scooter scooter brawn, which is like, which was basically like scooter brawn hates me and hates women and tried to steal all my songs. And he's the worst. That's fair. That I think was a little uncalled for. Mm. Um, the She's not, she doesn't never mentions Jake Gyllenhaal. Everyone mm. kind of assumes that's who he is. And obviously she's it's also him. Not right? said it's not, not him. him. Right. So she lets people think that it's him. Fine. And again, as someone like, I think what I what I don't agree with that your friend said is that she hasn't thought about him in nine years. I think Fair. you can. I think you can move on from someone. And I do agree that the five minute version was better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the five
0: minute version is you didn't go Jake Gyllenhaal,
1: right? But I also, <laughs> yeah, like, I not think it sounds better. It just. It, I agree. It encapsulates that feeling which mm. she was so good at doing in Red of, of, I'm dating this person. I feel so strongly towards them. I also like kind of feel weird about the fact that like. This breakup is causing me so much pain because like when she, that's what I disagree with what your friend said is that like she dated him for three months. It's not that traumatic. And like, yeah, it's not, traumatic is like a very strong word. I mm-hmm. agree. It's not traumatic, but you can, and that's almost part of the pain of these three monthers that don't work is you're kind of like, I felt so strongly about this person and they weren't even my boyfriend. So I don't even really feel like I'm allowed to be. Yes. Um, really upset and really like it. It felt like like a, a huge chapter in my life, and they didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And that's almost like the worst part when she's like, uh, and I heard the lyric that I always remember. When she's like, You called me, you called me up again just to break me like a promise, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. Mm-hmm. Where this guy's like, Okay, I'm being honest and being a good guy, and probably what Jake Gyllenhaal was doing. But to her, it's kind of like, so casual, it's like casual and it's so painful. And that's like the, almost the hardest part is that someone does that you care so much more than this person. Even like when the, the guy comes back 12 years later it's like mm-hmm. you still noticed, you still wrote this you wrote a song but you put it in the video. Like at the end of the day like she cares a lot more than no one's heard anything from Jake Hall. He doesn't really care. Or
0: I mean, what can and he say? The, what can he say? I know, right but now? I'm saying
1: that's really I think that he probably doesn't care. Like the most painful part is that he doesn't really care. What if
0: Jake came and out? And never really did. Well, yeah, I would agree. I think the idea that he broke up by saying, "I'm 29. If I was just younger, like right. that's that's a shitty that's thing." That's like
1: a, what we what we would call like an excuse breakup. Totally excuse.
0: Yeah. Shitty to say you didn't feel a connection. Was it because you're 29 and you dated a 19 year old? Then you need to like you're an asshole for doing that. Right? You why date her in the Why date her in the first place? The first sure, place. Yeah. yeah, totally agree on that. But it's um, I think what would like if Jake Gyllenhaal came out and was just like, "Hey." I feel horrible that this has stuck with her for this long. To me, it was a nice relationship. I got to know her dad. She met my mom. Right. We had some good times. In retrospect, I probably shouldn't have been dating someone that young and I should have known ahead of time being 29, but she's a huge celebrity in her own right. And that's
1: probably what that's, he's thinking. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. I'm saying like,
0: yeah, this is the, where we get to the other side of the, of the Vancouver guy. Right. Where it's like, from his point, you'd hear. I think if people heard Jake's side on it, no one's going to agree with him and think he's a better person. But they're going to go, they're, get it. Yeah, yeah, I it's I get not it. like
1: the worst man yeah, 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 in the world. I get right. it. Yeah. You know,
0: I think his silence. But I don't know what he could do. You know, to even.
1: Yeah, I mean to think that Jake Hall I think, is a is a super villain, is an immature take.
0: But that's. But again, that's kind of internet, back to it's my an, right. It's, it's my an internet immature take that sells albums too. We have to admit. This is the note she plays. Totally. You know, and, and
1: listen, it's I'd her play right it to too. play. It. She's made a lot of money. It's her yeah. right to play.
0: It. Like we were talking about oh, Nora Ephron you know, movies, <laughs> talking about her breakups. Like those people that were referenced in her movies. Like yeah, I you mean, know, you signed up for to date a, you know, a good writer. You know, like Jake Tillenhall, I mean, I heard another podcast talking about it um, that I really like and they were like, This is why you never date a good writer. Do you, yeah, do you think do you think he's
1: even maybe like flattered by it in a way? I mean like do you I mean is, I, I, is there a way is there a part of him that you think that might be flattered that this superstar has been thinking about and wrote and in out an like an album but this this song which he then remade into a different song of like she's still thinking about it. Like that must I, be somewhat flattered. If
0: if I were him I would feel badly. Really? Yeah, I I don't think I think if that's what gets your rocks off you are a, Kind of shitty. <laughs> and they, like someone's had to live with this for ten years. Like this is the other thing. Like with like three monthers. Like I think everyone out there has someone out there thinking of them, even just a little bit like this. Right.
1: Taylor Swift probably has guys who are That's, thinking about her like that too.
0: Male, female, straight, yeah. gay, bi, whatever you are. Totally. Whatever your affiliation. I do think there's someone that goes. I never. You were the sand they couldn't that right. fell between their fingers. Yeah. Like I, I do. Believe that.
1: And I think that's sort of where the maturity plays into it, I think is like, and that's kind of why I didn't really like the 10 minute version either. And I think it's also because like what I, I like that I like all too well because it feels like nostalgic and it reminds me of that time in my life when I was the same age as Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift was when she wrote that song, when I felt similarly about relationships and I kind of felt like they were so dramatic and everything was so intense and then it was like so bad and so good. And I think that's kind of like, it's almost like a bittersweet memory of like, feeling those kinds of feelings. And that's why I'm kind of like with the 10-minute thing, I'm like, all right, can't can't you just like have let it
0: live there? It's also like she's, the thing that's kind of bothersome is she's also playing it cool now. Mm -hmm. Like when she talks about the 10-minute version, she's like, ah, he's out there. And it's like, wait a minute, I thought you were, this was traumatic. Do you know what I mean? Which is it? You trash someone because you didn't care or you trash someone because, you know, it's like, Again, it goes back to like the using mental right. health well, the, as like a as a coverall yeah. for everything. It's like, okay, like and now he gets floated in with other names and I don't even know the severity of the diplo do I, Dave yeah. Portnoy thing, but I'm saying like, are they in the same realm? Like this person is emailing with their names in the same email, you know? And this is where these things get yeah. you know mesh together so to speak
1: i think the fans want a little bit of a villain like they want like that's not what they don't if she came the- out and she was like looking back you know it was like uh you know and if she came back looking back at it like i i think look back at it of like two kind of people who were like clearly dealing with their own mm-hmm. shit and like someone was i was probably too into it and they probably like took advantage of that a little bit but and also, i was too young right yeah, yeah. probably like you know they probably hurt me more than they could have, but like that, not necessarily their fault. Like you know, looking back, they, I think if she said that, it wouldn't be the sensation that it was because that's not what people want.
0: No, well, th- again, to go back to something we talked about, this is how she makes her money. This is how you made, you- you've made money yes. off of this this story everyone who has sat at a brunch table, the, the hypothetical brunch table we bring up on this show all the time mm-hmm. where you talk about the person you date and you're like, and they did this shit and they did that shit, you're making money off it too. You're getting social capital off yes. of it. You are getting the dopamine of everyone listening to your story and being like, fuck him and giving them a nickname and, and you're getting, the dating breakup stories are more interesting than the married we went and got groceries this weekend story. So, we yes. all do this.
1: and so then Right. And that's so what I'm saying. It feels like drama feels good. Yes. Like the drama of it like feels good. Like almost when I listen to the original all too well, that's what I'm like nostalgic about. Like mm-hmm. like, like the excitement of the drama, which you don't get from being married. Meeting it's someone like, new. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the highs and the lows and like that has its own fucked up stuff, too. But it's also like it's an exciting time of life being in your early 20s and dating a guy who's like into you for three months and then stops liking you is like it feels like you're in a movie.
0: Totally. Yeah, you're the Taylor Swift. You're the main character. I. She asks, like, she the, the emailer, she grows this out to, like, the greater world of dating. Like, mm-hmm. how do we, and I don't think we are going to solve the three-monther. <laughs> like, I don't think, this, I, but I will say, yeah. I, I think this is where you brought up something very interesting that I've talked about, like, I think on Instagram stories, but it's, like, the idea that, like, I don't deserve to break up with someone and i think that's something that can be taken away from this is like breaking up if 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 the nature of our relationships change like our our parents didn't have situationships right so we have situationships that means other things have to change too when you break up with someone you deserve to break up with anyone it could be 2 weeks it could be a month it could be 3 months i think that helps this i think saying to someone hey i feel let down by blank blank and blank I feel upset by blank, blank, and blank. And for that reason, I'm unattracted to you. So I'm ending this relationship. That is something where the clear barriers are made, the ending, the bow on top has been tied. Totally. I think that helps.
1: And I think that makes you a better dater because, like, if you watch the video, like, part their their fight in the video is him, you know, he, like, let's go over hand at the dinner table or he doesn't want to like hold her hand in front of his friends or something Mm -hmm. like that. So what she could take away from that is, all right, next time I date someone, I didn't like that about this three month or I didn't like that. He didn't hold my hand. I like that he invited him to his sister's place. The next Mm -hmm. person I date, I'm going to be like looking out for, you know, if they're pu- publicly affectionate. That's something I now know I really like. Totally. And I don't like, you know, not returning my scarf. Like,
0: I know, <laughs> like. I mean, also, meeting a sister is more important to me than I understood before I met a sister.
1: Right. And if you come out of that, if you come out of that dating experience, with that knowledge about yourself and what you like, forget the other person or like taking what they, the good and bad parts of them and bringing that to your next thing. It's not a waste. So I don't think it's about like, how do you have the three monthers are great. Actually, if you have a a great dater is someone who does a bunch of three monthers and then eventually uses all that Intel to find someone they want to date for longer.
0: Yes, I totally agree. I, I think it's very interesting how passionate people got. I mean, I tweeted out like where the Jake Gyllenhaal stands out there and like, some guy was like, Oh, yeah, red flag or deal breaker, date a 19 year old and then break up with them three months later. I was like, Yeah, that's a very right. black and white way to put yeah. that. You that's know, really like,
1: taking away a lot of, I think, the other parts of the situation. Listen,
0: and this is all to say, we're Taylor, it's an open invitation to come on this podcast and talk about dating with us anytime. I would love to hear her perspective. Same. I would, uh, and Jake too.
1: We'll have yeah, a, I'm this a big is, fan of both of them.
0: I'd like to invite them both to sit at this table with us. And discuss plead their the case. relationship, plead the case. I yes. you know, I don't know if people would listen to that episode, but, you know, maybe. You
1: know, could be. <laughs> Think <potentially>. <laughs> Open invitation. If you guys want, we'll save you a seat.
0: Yeah, there we go. We solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. Uh, we solved Taylor Swift's whole album, didn't we?
1: I'm so proud of us. Honestly, I, loved, I do love Taylor Swift. I love her. She's so talented. So this is all to say. We
0: shouldn't have to explain that. Yes, She's a genius.
1: Yes, we are. We are. We are Swifties.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I have to be to have a normal conversation. conversation. That's what yeah. we
1: need to to preface this with. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you on Wednesday. Bye you up is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by maddie paul guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at you up pod on instagram and twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com <laughs> Batches.